gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex Retweet. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Eat, Sleep, Suplex Retweet. I am the Scottish Big Dog, Alan McLucas, and I'm here with my panel to discuss what weekend it was, Fear and Loathing 12, the review. Now, be a bit of housekeeping before we start. If you're a regular, you know what's coming up. So, for our back catalogue and other episodes, make sure you subscribe to all good podcasting sites, such as iTunes, Android, Spotify. I like Podbean personally, it's a personal favourite of mine. Also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. Follow us at Suplex Retweet on YouTube. We've got a website as well, suplexretweet.com, and I am the first person to announce live after the review. We have a Patreon! Yay! Yes, so follow us on Patreon and Suplex Retweet as well. So, my panel, I get I can tell you're all excited. <laughs> so firstly, this man has got all he's got looks, he's got a voice, he's got everything, except for sweeps and quizzes. He's the master of coming second. It's the Fury of Fife, Nathan Fisher. Oh, I've not heard that for well, thank you. <laughs> How you doing mate? I'm very well yourself. I'm very well, thank you very much for asking. Next, this man and his brother are like Fraser Niles. You get one, you get that other one. Not this time, our reigning default champion stands alone with his wrestling knowledge, except for the knowledge of a cane and his eliminations. <laughs> it is Scott McLeod. Thank you. How are you doing? I was prepared for worse than that, but thank you. And <coughs> start fitting for the show. That was some good housekeeping there. Were you, uh, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much indeed. Next, to my right. There is definitely no tea bagging when this next panel is about. She's a fiend, a coffee fiend, and she got in her hand. It's Stacey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously worried where you were going now with that man. <laughs> 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 Hi, Alan. <laughs> And just in case you want to thank Stephen. Next, Cora, Riordan, Chisora, Trotter. All Derek should try to get, but we're all busy. So I have to do with this one. It's Derek Kernan. Yes, hello boys. How are you? How's it going, mate? Good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. And lastly, this man needs no introduction. So why are we on to the show? I'm only kidding. It's my right hand man, my brother from Alma, it's Quacky and Thank you very much. I must, I must report, on Monday I received a phone call from a bank. They said that might have been uh, a victim of fraud. And it actually turned out it's because I bought, bought a pint of coke at SWG3. So I'm doing it alright. Well, I'm not going to say Anyway, and on to the show. So yes, what a weekend it was. Two nights of brilliant wrestling. Biggest wrestling in Europe, in Europe for the year. Fear and loathing. And we're just going to discuss the whole show in a general consensus. So first we're going to start with the pre-show from night one. Power forward versus Morgan Height with Andy Wilde. I'm going to go to Scott with this one. Mm-hmm. Scott, you were there. What's your thoughts on the match? I really enjoyed it. Uh, wasn't it was really a continuation of the Mark Andy story that we would see continue in night one, but I'm really glad that even if it's just a pre-show match and not everybody who was there got to see it, that they got more than hype on the show. 
because they deserve to be a part of the show. And it was really just, it's kind of set the tone really for the evening with the fast pace. Like, more than hype, just look like their dad, Andy, just take them to the wrestling for the night. <laughs> He's called them for the week or for the weekend. It's like, one last, one of the wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Could be. <laughs> Stacey, you can't deny more than hype. Definitely over by the fans. Oh, really definitely. Definitely. The should we come back to the regulars? Oh yes, yes. I'm just a bit gutted I didn't get to see that match. Um, because I didn't have uh, early entry. Uh, that was definitely one of the matches that I that I thought could have been match of the weekend. Cracking. Oh, I got an introduction. There you go. <laughs> I will complete that. Uh, so yeah, that I love that match and. Even though they didn't win, I do hope this really cements more than hype as more regulars because mm-hmm. I do I like their energy. More than hype activate, they're quite fun. <laughs> they're, they're like kids with having too much to go before bed. They really are. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the best analogy of them. I can relate to that. Yeah. Nathan, Derek, I know you went actually at that point of the show, but again, what do you think of more than hype? I would like to see them more regular, definitely. Um, we've seen them at a few house shows in the garage, um, a few fight clubs, and they've been they've been excellent. I I think I would love to see Obvious them more regular. As well. Yeah, yes. I mm-hmm. love to see them more regular. Yeah, just the same. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen as much of them as you guys, um, but certainly could be a good permanent addition. Mm-hmm. I noticed got a bit more night, but also with solid performers from Andy Wilde, who a lot of people are touting to be the next world champion, which I think is a fair shout. Not yes. a solid weekend for him as well. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Super. So next, we went on to the opening match of the whole weekend. It was Jordan Devil versus Kenny Williams. Uh, Nathan, I'll start with you. What was your thoughts on the match? That was a good choice opener. Um, Kenny, thanks a good day as a heel. But I don't watch, is that a scat in NXT UK as well? Like a heel type character? I don't yeah, he's facing. He's face, right, okay. okay. So, yeah, he's, well, normally he'll be tag teaming with uh, Amir Jordan, but Amir right. Jordan's nursing a shoulder injury at the mm-hmm. moment. But yeah, so it's kind of a odd one. If yeah, but no, I think um, that was a good opener. Yeah, I think John Devlin is fantastic. I think um, he's not, he's like a breakout star in the UK now, so to get someone of his caliber back, we add to the match as well. It's funny you say the NXT UK one because Jordan Devil is actually a heel in the UK. NXT UK. Is that? Eric Jordan Devil is a heel, like a proper heel. Is it? In NXT right. UK. Uh, it was quite interesting the role there, so Derek, quality of the match. Yeah. Definitely, Al. Um, really enjoyed it. Really good. Like um, Nathan was saying, it was a really good start to the weekend. Um, two guys, loads of experience, um, fast, dynamic wrestling. It was it was good to watch. Really good to watch. Definitely. Absolutely. Anybody else, guys, anything you think that made this stand out a bit more? Or just the quality? Something that surprised me is, even despite how good in his role uh, Kenny's been as a heel, it was still quite split. There were still people chanting for Kenny. There were still people chanting that uh, Devlin was a crap thin baller. <laughs> I was one of them because I wanted Jordan to win this match. You think with some, it was like five or six people. Yeah. But like, I really enjoyed this match, the counters were going so fast you couldn't keep up with them and at first it was easy to see on paper, you look at it like, well this is just a match I could see on a Thursday on NXT UK, but being, probably being there live, it was a great way to open the show and it definitely delivered and Jordan Devlin, I've heard recently, he's somehow parting ways with OTT, he's home promotion in Ireland, I don't know if that's got to do with his NXT UK comments, but if he has the time, hopefully we can see him more in ICW. One of the things I, I noticed that I haven't seen the guys um, wrestle for a while. I don't. I don't really watch a lot of NXT UK, but just the difference in them from being in NXT UK oh, yeah. from previously. Yeah. It's yeah. Even even like some of the other guys, um, 
um, as well, the Coffee Brothers and stuff like you see a massive improvement from them guys training, being professional full-time mm. wrestlers. Well, definitely. I remember Ken when he first came out was quite high flyer and he was quite risk taking, and he still is to that extent. But also the technique and the technical aspect is massively improved yeah. overall. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I totally agree with that. Um, so next match we were going on to uh, for me was actually one of the best matches of the first night. I thought, especially with that end, that brutal finish, where it's Alexander Dean versus Aaron Echo. Uh, why don't we come to you first? Is it because I'm wearing an Alexander Dean T-shirt? Exactly. <laughs> oh, well. I thought it was extreme rules. <laughs> I, I, like, I like how Stacey had to turn around and look at see. Now she's just inadvertently looking at her. And if anyone's got the Alexander Dean site, you would know where the logo is, so it's quite funny to see her zoom in on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to Alexander Dean by Big Cartel to find out where it is. <laughs> I, I hope you like that one, uh, Alexander. Anyway, great match, yes. Um, uh, it really showed, like, for me, like, this has had one of the better build-ups and the fact mm-hmm. that it's like, they've had one, one apiece, now it's 2-1, mm-hmm. and some of the strikes in there was, like, really, yeah. really striking, obviously, and then that uh, side suplex slap, woo! <laughs> yeah, wow. That was vicious, wasn't it? Yeah. No, absolutely, I mean, um, Scott, yes. tell me what you thought of the match. <laughs> I'll go back and forth on this match a little bit in that it was great a showcase, more of a showcase for Alexander because he was constantly cutting Echo off, he had his technical powers and always going after the arm quite viciously, but in the end we see, especially with the finish with how Echo landed with the side suplex and obviously he didn't get the win I just look at the match thing and I didn't think it did that much for, for Aaron Echo he kinda, it was more about putting over how brutal how Devastating Alexander Dean can be, and mm-hmm. I think it just shows that Dean should be way higher card. I think he should definitely be in a title contention, either possibly as soon as the square goal for either the UG or heavyweight title. Well, I was coming to my next question. Do you think Alexander Dean is potential world championship material? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'd like to see him break into the zero G division first. Do that. I think that needs a good. There's yeah, a few good mean. guys in it. Yep. Get him in there first, and then have that for a while. <clears throat> Drop it, and then. Go for the main one. Is it a crazy thought to think maybe this time next year he's world champion? <coughs> can, I, can I say, I would love to see a number one contenders match between him and Andy Wilde. Yeah, just yeah. literally thinking yeah, that. They fought each other before for the... Yeah, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then you know each, they know each other so well. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. So do, it's going to be a doozy. Make it happen. Yes. You're listening, yeah. Mark. You want it. <laughs> <laughs> and on to the next match then. Now I loved this match. I loved the pop, I loved the app, the whole drive about it. I thought it was technically very, very good as well. Pinky party, pinky party, whatever you want to call them, the boys are back. Kinky That's pinky. Kinky pinky, whatever you want to call them, I'm just calling them the boys. <laughs> the kings in an offering, Adam Max then. Have you not had a kinky pinky before? This is a. That's a whole different weekend, Quacker. Remember, you did the weekend in June business. I was listening to Shag, Barry, Van Annoyed. Definitely, that's sorry. Continue. Go on, you're not. No, 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 you continue. I'm going to come to Stacey on this one first because it's your favourite. Stacey's tune is sweet. For a timing, man, my part. Sorry. Your favourite Adam Axted. Mm hmm. What do you think his performance like? I think. He will, I think he's a good wrestler anyway, 
and I think the fact the way that he like plays up to all the all the chants about Love Island that he gets, it just kind of makes it like when he does like a like a heel proper like heel move, it's just like he he looks out to get like the reaction from everyone, just like you see him laughing away to himself and everyone was shouting Love Island and just, yeah. He reminds me a lot of Rick Rude. Yeah. It's like ah. the way he like shows off and stuff. <laughs> and our boy Noam, how do you think Derek? I loved that. I thought this match was really good, really entertaining. Mm -hmm. You didn't know where to look sometimes because there was so much action getting involved yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Kinky Pinky party, they're brilliant. And I didn't know that to that as well, just that makes a bit extra factor into yeah. it as well. Um, Counter and Northlow, I was really impressed with them. I thought they were outstanding. They're strong. They're powerful. That's what what you need in a tag team as well. And then when you throw, like Stacey said, a guy like Adam Max into the into the mix, it's yeah. a great combination. And it was a great three man tag. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, this, I, you know, I love a tag team match. This was absolutely fantastic. Adam was my MVP in that. Um, purely for the wrestler was put on. Played up to the crowd, the showboating. Personally, as a boxer, I love the press ups he was doing. Because <laughs> that that press up on your fist is a proper boxer way down there to strengthen up your wrist for working a heavy bag. Perfect. And like just played up to the Love Island Wanker chance. <laughs> Guy was brilliant that day. Yeah. Uh, going along with what Nathan was saying about comparing um, I said to a couple of guys on the night. I actually compare Animesa to a young Randy Orton, I think. Yeah. Well, he, he's got the looks, he's got the charisma, and he's got a really good drop kick. Um, I'm impressed with this. I see young legend killer Randy Orton, not Randy Orton as he is now. Oh. <laughs> Getting a weird look from, from Stacey there on that one. What's wrong with Randy Orton now? We've only got a few minutes, so I'm missing the song. <laughs> I'm in the wrong sheet. But, but I do agree with what you said. I really enjoyed this. I really think you could have really closed the first half on this match just with the energy alone with the crowd because they were hyped to see Noam back and plus he was back together with Shan. Plus you had the Kinky Party's entrance, the the pre-taped video. That was funny. Yeah. That, was, that was funny. Definitely not yesterday. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just following on from what some other people have been saying, um, I... I'm a fan of Kings of the North, but I really think for this match they really like stepped it up, mm -hmm. and it just shows you even more what what they can do. Um, and altogether, it was just a fantastic match. It, it was so good seeing Noam back with mm -hmm. Fan Chester, and just the whole time you're just like, oh, who do I want to win? Who do I want to win? No, I yeah. totally agree. But for me, the star player was the fans because they didn't drop Sharas thing. Superb match, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's my personal favourite tag team match the weekend, however, the next match. Can I just quickly add something? Oh, it adds another dimension, I think, to the tag team division in ICW, which I think is really a really important division. You know, you've had guys who we're going to mention later on, such as, you know, we've got like the Fight Network now, you've got um, the Punch, you've got Kings of Catch, and now you've got even Modern Hype, which <coughs> we spoke about previously, we've got yeah. Modern Hype. And now you've got these guys in Kings of North as well who add an extra dimension right. to, this, well. to this division, which is brilliant. I think we need a solid tag team division, um, and these guys are definitely and part of it. Yeah. I just would mention that that's a, a really strong field, and not just mention 9-9 as well, mm -hmm. Steve's yeah. favourite. <laughs> Actually, that's probably the strongest division that ICW's got, you think of it? Yeah, it's probably not a tag division. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and they're really lucky at it and really well done to them as well. Yeah. Um, so as I was just saying about the next match, uh, although the last match was my favourite tag match of the whole weekend, I did really enjoy this match. Viper and Keely Ray versus Angel Hayes and Isaiah Brookside. Scott, I'm going to start with you in this one. Okay. What did you think of Angel Hayes and Isaiah Brookside as a team? I really enjoyed it. Like they had some good like uh, chemistry as a tag team. They were mm-hmm. they went after Viper. They did a kind of a double team sequence, and then they went straight after Kayla Ray. It's, it's, it's one that really served going back and watching on the match because uh, Billy Kirk was commentary puts over this match as well. Really talking about some some mistakes they may have made. He points out about them being slightly younger, me a bit more maybe inexperienced, and then that's probably what helped Angel, uh, sorry Viper and Kayla Ray later on. But mm-hmm. it was a bit distracting in the later half when a wild Isla Dawn appears. In the crowd, for what for what reasons I don't know. Well, she's been around She was right beside you. She was standing next to me and Gary the whole time. Aye. Um, was she having a drink with you? Nah, she she tried to steal Gary's pint, but it was, <laughs> Gary was not having any. Um, because he probably paid fifty quid for it. <laughs> Um, did he get a, like, a call from the bank as well? I don't think he did, no. He, he should have, because Gary's tight ass as Evan, so <laughs> that's a surprise. Um, but this match was, again, really enjoyed it. It's always good to see Viper and Kayla Ray do their stuff. Nice to see them doing it in, um, in, a, in a tag team rather than yeah. against each other. Something mm-hmm. something a wee bit different. And seeing um, Zaya Brookside um, was nice to see her um, in ICW. And also, Angela Hate just an up and comer. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was good. I really enjoyed the match actually for what it was. And then me and Gary were trying to sneak in to see if we could get next to Isla Dolly. Have a wee. Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen that. <laughs> Sneaking over. I'm going to come to you, Nathan. Uh, Falls a great match. Yeah. Angel Hayes uh, had her match at uh, France 2000 and beat Viper. Mm. Do you see as a potential future women's champion in ICW? Yeah, definitely. I think we're going to mention the women's team match later on. I think. You know, saying once people you build a dude, the division around. Um, I mean, you only have to look at fierce females. Angel Hayes, Ashley Vega. There's plenty of talent there you could call up to mm-hmm. build that division around. Oh, definitely. Quite well, they're starting to listen to the fans now. It's been a cry out for the fans for a while. They want more women involved in ICW. Do you think the fans? They're starting to listen to the fans now. Yes, but when you think about how many women there are in Scotland alone. Mm-hmm. In Ireland as well, yeah. and as we see, they're not exactly phased off with the Ryan Air flight prices. <laughs> and then there's definitely a lot of people that they could be bringing in from Ireland, but there's so many at our doorstep as yeah, well. Definitely. Totally agree. But from stating from a female point of view, it must be good to see that it looks like they're starting to take that on board now. Yeah, it's so good to see uh, a lot more women getting getting bigger opportunities in ICW. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a long list of other people, as Quacky said, that could be included. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're making a good start is definitely a good sign. No, absolutely. And hopefully they yeah. keep it going. Yeah. We all want to see a, women's, a strong women's division. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Can I just... And, sorry, can I, on you go, on you go. Are Angel and Abel not the same age? Absolutely. Because if they are certainly, like that's the Billy said Abel was eighteen. Right. Yeah. yeah. Angel's eighteen. Evil can't be eighteen. No. I thought Evil's maybe about only twenty-one, twenty-two. I thought they were both like 21, 22, Aye. Because certainly that you gotta go to the point of building a division around them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can't rely on the Viper, Kerry all the time. Especially yeah. coming to the NXT UK. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's, well, that's another point for Osiris Brookside and for Angel Hayes. Like, you see how good they were in this match and for how young they still are and mm-hmm. how much, long, much further they can go in their career. They've still got time they could be big parts of the women's yeah. division. 
No, absolutely. Totally agree. <laughs> For me, the MVP in the match was Zaya Brooks. I thought she was superb the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Played a character exceptionally well. And she had really good chemistry, I thought, by everyone in the match. Yeah. Excellent. So on to the next match, which was pretty much the comedy match <laughs> for the first half. <laughs> and let's be honest, I think everyone really enjoyed this match. Yeah. Like Grado versus Ravy Davy. Um, Stacey, do you love your comedy? I do you love my comedy. Uh, this was I definitely is definitely up there as one of my matches of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Seeing, especially when like Ravy Davy was coming out and seeing the. Eight people just standing around him, just in their trackies. People, you mean the children? <laughs> what? The children. Well, yes, the children, yes. The young well, team. The young team. Um, like with their just like nodding their heads to the music, and oh, it was just hilarious. I was killing myself laughing the entire way through this match. Oh, the bad fleeto. I'll just call them the SWG3s. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for the dust track soon. I'll produce it for you guys if you want it. Anyway, <laughs> um, see, although this was like had like a lot of comedy spots, a lot of entertainment. What I liked about it is it still had me as a serious match as well, mm-hmm. in the sense of two guys that just have had long-standing beef, just want to settle it, and it was quite refreshing. It was a lumberjack scheme match because it's easy to go down the street of oh let's just make it a drinking match let's make a Scottish rules match let's make yeah. it a street fight like they made it still schemey but different and I like that yeah well in the match obviously there was two big shocks that happened in it uh, they will come you with the first one we had a return he's back yep. Davy Blaze <clears throat> came to see the day what a reception he got as well, it was brilliant, yeah. it was so good and it's, it's awesome to see him back as well, he's been away for um, he's been away for a long time Two years, yeah. uh, and it's nice to see him back in there again, I'm just interested to see what they're going to do with him now, yeah. um, that'll be an interesting one, or him and, him and Grado going to have some sort of tag team, are they going to, they going to like Davey go on his own again and mm-hmm. you know try and fight up the division? No absolutely, I mean it's been a while since I've seen him fight, I, mean, I have seen him fight, he's been like SWA or something like that and I forgot how big he actually is. Oh, yeah. And he's still in phenomenal shape. Um, do you think potential of all time in the future, Nathan? Don't see why not. I mean, he's popular enough. Fans can get behind that. Um, I think it was his first ICW appearance since he got battered by Adam Shame's son at Shugs two years ago. And he's certainly. Remember that with the coconut? Brian, aye. So, um, yeah, like you say, he's in great shape. Fans love him. Aye, why not? Absolutely couldn't agree more. I was gonna say one thing. You Family know how food. everyone thought that there was going to be a big thing about the last match, how there could be someone running in and yeah. ask anyone that was standing right beside me, I was like, Davy Blades is coming down. Davy mm. Blades is gonna be going in for that. Obviously it that didn't happen. Oh. You're just at the early. Well yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him, him and Stevie go at I mean, they had that match at Fear and Loathing 8 for the ZOG title. Mm-hmm. And I think some people do forget how good David Blaze actually is. I saw him earlier this year in Comarque fighting Rene Dupree, of all people, for BCW. And he, he got the win there and he's he still got a lot to offer. And I think it's sad that he had to go away for so long. It's been two years since we've seen him in an ICW ring. So it's good to have him back and hopefully he does like get 
a key, a key spot back in the film again because people were happy to see him and they, had, they shared that photo on social media of him and Stevie uh, reuniting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, one of my favourite parts of the whole weekend was our boys in blue turned up, <laughs> the boys from Burniston. Quality polis. Quality polis. <laughs> I'm just going to open up to everyone. What did you think of when they came out and nicked? Excellent. Oh, um, good fun. The police are always a bit shoddy. They don't even handcuff them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows how under resourced that boys in blue are. Yep. They really are. Fuck, are you questioning the quality of the quality police? Aye. I mean, they don't even handcuff them. They use pepper spray, which is fair enough, but they don't even handcuff them. Give what you say, quick. That slimy like that I can get you pepper, man. <laughs> It was, it was when they were bringing him at the ring and I went, right you, you fucking dafty, come here! And I grabbed him and took him off the ground. My point is when the wee ones in the ring squared up and the big ones like, help, help! And the wee ones had to pull the big one in the ring. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, it was yeah. superb. See, my uncle, my uncle's so annoyed that I got to see him because he is burnished and daft. And he is so annoyed that I was right beside him. So, sorry Bobby. Anyway, but I thought it was fantastic. Just got a wee extra topper on a really good match in my opinion. Uh, yeah, yeah it really did. I had, the match had everything. See, anyone doesn't like wrestling, that's one of those matches you should show people. Because you had quality wrestling, you had the humour, and you had a bit of storytelling as well. It had, it had the whole lot. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say you had quality wrestling and I had quality polis. I thought that's where we were going. Next, what the match, what this match, I was so excited to hear about and see Sammy Callahan, BT Gun. Now, I know a lot of people have got a very um, questionable part about BT Gun. Um, so, I felt it was too quick for me to come back. How does everyone else sort of feel about that? See, I thought that as well, but I think, considering the injury that he has, so hard about. Is he injured again? I don't know. Is he? Yeah. I mean, considering that, because it's the S, anyway, I thought he did pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last photo I saw him, he lost quite a lot of body mass. Mm-hmm. He seemed to have got a lot of that back. And I thought he put on a decent show, considering his injuries there. No, definitely. I, 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 I don't know personally, but I'd say he's about 70 80%. I'd better argue with that, yeah. That's what I'd, and I thought he was super, and he's up against. Well, world champion for a start, I mean, he is one of probably the top 50 best wrestlers in the world and I know that sounds like a big number but there's so many quality wrestlers out there I mean Derek, what was your thoughts on Sammy Callahan? I thought he was fantastic, that's the first time I've actually ever seen him I am yeah, me too. really really impressed with mm-hmm. him um, just everything about him, such a big guy, so powerful um, mm-hmm. and that's just another about the, you know, the BT gun, he deserves massive props for you know, for, for getting in the ring and doing that when, like I said, he's, he's, you can tell he's not 100% yeah. fit, which is, um, but he still put on a fantastic match, the two of them did. No, absolutely. Together. And he also took a, a grog in the face, uh, twice I think he got it as well. That was that was that that deserves respect and he took a few nasty chops as well and then the big man wearing these body arms, uh, like, get that off, that was well, even better. Uh, coming to the chops, see I'm going to come to you in this one. When he finally took off the bodysuit mm-hmm. and let BT happen, yeah. what did you make of his chest after one hit oh, from BT? I was like, please don't do any more, please, please no. <laughs> it, it did get borderline really uncomfortable because something mm-hmm. kept going to and you could pretty much see his hand from his oh. chest. Yeah, after just two, just, oh, you could see it from wherever you were standing in FDG, mm-hmm. the big red welt on, like, people say Walter is the king of the shots, like, it's just Sammy Callahan's facial expressions told it all and people may have called him some names for zipping his chest thing back up but if I were him I would do that as well. 
What? I wouldn't go near chopping battle. No. Oof. I mean, what did you think of it, Quarky? Uh, whole match. Whole match. Whole chopping match. the whole match. Great. Um, great spots. I, I, although it's grimacing to watch, <laughs> I did like the spot of it's quite innovative. Not only putting put BT together for a table, but scoop slamming them onto the table legs. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a bit. Ouch. Yeah. Um, great match. Not a fan of the spitting, if that's what they want to do. Did he spit in his mouth at one point? That's what people beside me were saying. He's a kinky boy. He's a kinky boy. It's just, yes. It's just like spitting in your hand and letting it drop down. (laughs) (laughs) Something I didn't agree with with this match is they did a spot where Kellan low blows BT, hits him with the impact belt, which is I like the fact he implemented the fact he is Impact World Champion mm-hmm. into the match that he held the belt up, he was flawing it, saying I'm the champ of a real company mm-hmm. and all that, and then he does a pill driver onto the belt and yeah. BT kicks out at one yeah. mm-hmm. and then the match quickly ends shortly after that and BT didn't really get pick up the win, like we've seen it with Lionheart but Lionheart, that was his big comeback and he would win that match, mm-hmm. so I think for BT not to win the match and then kick out at one after being driven onto the belt for, for me, I just I didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Right. I don't know if anybody else agrees, but I mean, going by going back to what you said about him using Impact title, I mean, he played a brilliantly yeah. on ICW's ICW fans' unfavorable look on mm-hmm. TNA. I mean, yeah. the FTNA chance were in abundance. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he that he see him in ICW. I don't know if he's actually even been in ICW before, and I can't see why he hasn't been because he's like, he's perfect. If, if he'd been able to come in last year when Lionheart was doing the whole world class talent thing, that would have been a perfect match to see. And I'm glad that he's the Impact World Champion because Impact's maybe not on the most high profile company right now, but the biggest talking point for the last two years of, of Impact has probably been whatever Sammy Callahan's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a big cure for ICW to get him. Yeah. Well, for me, it was great to see how it's not a disrespecting the ICW world to come out as a world title but see a title that they've known about for years to see it in the flesh the real world title from Impact their version it was quite a sight for me to see um, and then obviously as you were saying yeah, guys BT and Piledrive don't it mm-hmm. um, kind of re- reinforcing the point that I'm the real world champion here mm-hmm. yeah. um, but it kind of speaks for about ICW about how they're able to pull a world champion out of a competitor company to bring them here to fight for one night mm-hmm. kind of shows that ICW is kind of taking seriously around all, wouldn't you agree? Oh no, they are because there are people that they're overseas. I say, well, how do I get onto ICW? Mm-hmm. How do you get on and stuff like that? So people, people know about. I mean, it's America. People see. I mean, sure can say it to us that people do see ICW as ECW with an accent, <laughs> and that's kind of like a nostalgia type thing. So. Yeah, it's a good analogy for mm. that actually. So, we're going to move on to the next match the street fight. Kid fight versus Chief Deputy Dunn. Ah. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. This match started off really well, but I just wanted to know but how did you feel when things went kind of awry and we kind of lost sight of how the match went? It happens quite a lot. Guys, <laughs> 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 love shows. It's uh, that way when they announce a street fight, like, yes! And then when you get to it, it's like, oh no, that means we won't see much of it. I got to see quite a bit. Yeah, I went, I went for a pee just at that moment when they were going outside, so I, got, I just stood there for 
a few minutes and watch them. So I was, I got a wee bit. Well, they were peeing. No, not exactly. <laughs> peeing now, a wee bit. There's loads against that. There's loads against that. We're going to go with you today because you're on our feet to cough. What was the match like then? <laughs> I, they, were just, they were just brutal. I actually, um, obviously with this match there was a bit of um, scepticism about it because Robert was yeah. supposed to be there and wasn't able to make it. Um, but I thought the, the two guys still put on a really good, really good fight. Um, I just, like I say, just when they jumped through the crowd, I was like, right, I'm going and I managed to watch quite a bit of it. And then they were outside, they were just battering each other pretty much still, and then came back in. But I was really um, impressed. I thought that um, done done well for a match, you know, because then he was a late replacement in. Um, done well, and I think kid fights just going to get bigger in the company now as well. I think. Definitely. I mean, as annoying as it was at the time when the feed got cut off, it did provide a really good opportunity uh, for a very creative chat when people started chatting things like I see nothing and uh, restart the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then and then people were cheering not because they seen them, they people started cheering because they could see them coming back in. Mm. You could see Billy Kurt was starting to get up for his table as Billy they actually got up and I, to walk. And I, I don't know what Billy would have done. I don't know if he was going to do some stand up while everybody's booing the fact they can't see much. Billy just gets up like so Brexit, <laughs> <laughs> and then they came out. But uh, Chief Deputy Dunn, uh, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't very good at his, his job uh, this weekend because he was getting barred and could fight look like he was having a lot of fun uh, during while he was doing it. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to ask, what do you think was the worst part, probably for Chief Deputy Dunn? Nah, was it the beating he took or the tea bagging he took? <laughs> tea bagging, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I really thank Stephen for the tea bagging reference. <laughs> but yeah, he has ruined my evening cup of tea now. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it seems unfortunate, but when kid fights a tea bag and there ain't no escaping. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see that. I've suffered relatively new to ICW in the maybe the last two years, and I didn't actually know he actually did it and just got them out in front of fifteen hundred people. Oh, yeah, 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 not what I would do. This but, sounds um, really weird, but I'm glad these balls are back. <laughs> Floor shoes. Yep, I think it's good. good where did they go? Yeah, um, I think it's good that he's back to old school mm-hmm. kid yeah. fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tea bagging. I can't forget that match I have a David Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's been good that there has been that break from it, though, yeah. because when I first started going to ICW, it was like every match tea bag, tea bag, tea bag, yeah. tea bag. It was like, for God's sake! <laughs> put, put it away, mate! <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was a great match, and uh, you know, there's, there's, there's not really more you can add to it, it just had tough everything, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Really. So now we're going to come on to our main event of night one, which for me was match of the weekend. It stole yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. Liam Thompson, Wolfgang, good housekeeping three for the Zero G Championship. I know everyone's going to have others to see here, so I'm just going to open the floor. It's the perfect end to the trilogy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Was it the best of the three? No, but I would say it is, it is joint second. Okay. So <laughs> Just a curious, what is the best one to you? Second one. Oh, I totally agree. I would agree that. Yeah. Two, one, three for me. Yeah. Oh, I, would, I, would go, I would go two, three, one, actually. And I'm not just saying two, one, three because it's a hip-hop band with uh, Snoop Dogg, Big Dog and Warren G. But it's two, one, three for me. Nathan, you are an order you would like to put in? I would just be different and say 3, 2, 1. 
Ah, you thought it was the best for the trilogy? I did, yes. I had everything that's a drama, comedy, kitchen utensils, cake, cake, condiments. Yep, and <laughs> super granite. <laughs> super granite alone makes it the best. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Grandpa get his ass handed to him flung out the ring, but super granite put them in their place. So what, 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 the granddad did get to eat some cake first. Oh, biscuit oil. Biscuit. That's what it did. Mm? Basket like granddad. Oh, yeah. We talk about Berniston's favourite son. <laughs> I don't, I've never watched Berniston's <gasps> It's on Netflix. <laughs> 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 Who do you think these people were who are coming out? Well, I knew that Berniston was going to be there, but I, I was just going along like, ah! Right, I'll be <laughs> honest. I'll I like Stacey, I've only seen a couple of clips of Berniston. Yeah, I've seen so, the lift one. Like, the lift and the rolls, I've seen that. So I had no idea about winning! No. Well, that was the Chanty night, that was the main part of the whole, sh- the whole match. Winning pallets. But I've got to say, see with the Super Granddad, I love Billy's commentary. As soon as the, the Tadidos were ripped off, he went, yeah, I don't know if that was a good idea. I love that. <laughs> Building up Super Granddad. Because everyone knows you don't mess with your granny. Nah, no, 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 no chance. I don't mess with your granny. Just a curiosity, for those who are standing, who did you hide behind when the condiments came out? I don't know I had behind Hobby. Russ. <laughs> I, I stayed where I was because, funnily enough, it never went anywhere near me. All I could just smell was mayonnaise and vinegar. It, it was stinking after the yeah. I didn't have to hide though, I couldn't see anyway. So there was already 12 people in front of me, so I didn't have to hide. I had behind Hobby, I thought it was the safest place to be. But, yeah, for, for me, the big, the for me the, the move of the match that the made me chunk was this when Wolfie went on to the, the washing machine. Oh. I, I shudder. I yeah. mean, I, I spoke to, I, I met Wolfie very, very briefly um, at Billy Kirkwood's Comedy Improv Night on Monday, and I just praised him for the match, and I said, you've got me a nutcase to get, super, to get take a hit onto a washing machine, you've got me off your head, and he goes, I ain't pretty much. <laughs> I mean, look, was there anything you missed, really? They've had the sink, they've had the bath, the washing machine, the, the couch, adult sponge, the, the TV. Just a moment, we'll be picking up the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aye. Jeez. Almost fell in the crowd with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Billy's uh, commentary, I loved when the TV, the doing a spawn around, the TV gets knocked over and Billy Kirk goes mentally, we've not finished the repayments on that. <laughs> <laughs> but my favourite spot has to be the spot where I think it's Liam Thompson pours out a, a barrel of wrestling action figures. Oh, and that's oh, all why you're like that. Scott, <laughs> tell us why it's your favourite moment. Because I walked away with a cane figure. <laughs> Yeah, Thanks to Quacky. Hey, no, don't blame me. I didn't steal anything. You thief. Anyway. <laughs> so, if Dallas is looking for his cane figure, Scott McLeod has it. No, I don't. Um, you can't prove I do. You left after we all seen you. No, so I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. We were all drinking. I think we're all a bit impaired that night. You can't tell. We can't prove anything. He was driving. <laughs> anyway. The <laughs> panic on McLeod's face. Sorry, I'm just trying to climb out from under this bus here. <laughs> Oh, actually, should have had the next bit. What, a bus? Get a bus involved. Get me fine on the bus. Yeah, because we all have a bus in our house. Do you know what? Some people might. Some people live in the bus. You do know that. I was annoyed that we didn't get the point. You don't see people in the States. We've got buses in the flats, the houses. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> An insight into um, Alan's spare time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so... I mean... Did anyone else think there's anything more they could have added or done? No, no, no. 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 For the sake of 
so it, it was just perfect. I loved it. Do you think we got fourth? I would, <coughs> I would say no, but it needs to have a gap to yeah. maintain its yeah. specialness about it. Just, yeah, it can't be something that's just like pulled out the hat all the time. Yeah. And like the, uh, the way Wolfgang spoke after it, saying, You've heard this thing. Yeah. That's the watch. That's That particular thing. Sorry. And yet it seemed to be more value to these two than the COG title. <laughs> and the one tap's not even the hot tap. <laughs> oh dear. I think you made a you, you made a good point there about the about the good housekeeping sort of matches. You can't this needs to be a, a, a good while now before yeah. they have another one because again you don't want it to get repeated and people getting bored of it mm-hmm. because it's such an amazing match mm-hmm. you don't want people to get fed up yet mm-hmm. okay well let's let's double advocate this let's say they're going to do this again next year they do it every year okay do these two need to be in it or does one of them need to be in these matches to keep the comedy humour but also the athleticism in it I think you need Liam in it, but I don't know mm. if you need Wolfie. I think you can have Liam with somebody else, maybe if down the line when he eventually has to drop the ZOG belt, maybe in his rematch for the belt, that's when you put it in. I think having getting somebody who's more of a serious kind of wrestler, because Wolfgang can't do comedy, but he's more of a serious kind of wrestler. So you need another serious wrestler. He's got the match at Gonzo with uh, with Kez Evans, so imagine Kez Evans reacting to the fact that he's fighting in a match with a washing machine and a sink involved. Like, and plus people, they're fat, they're quite a large local watching fans who are not fans of Kez and they love beat uh, Gonzo. So I think the fans would be the investment would be very high for that. Well, Stacey has Kez, he's biggest fan. Mm-hmm. You're the wee smart there when he said that. Kez would still win. <laughs> yes, we shall see, right, Scott. Then. That's part two. <laughs> but we'll move on. Clark, do you think one of these guys needs to be in this match in the future, or take it all without? Yeah, I think it's more of a Liam's thing. Yeah. yeah. Because it's all the story's been centered. I love Wolfgang's at the center of it as well, but like it's more centered around Liam and trying to get his his things back. He's the one that's coming in with the marigolds, the apron, the ever as 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 a Liam. I think it's a Liam Thompson match. Mm-hmm. Liam Thompson, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think of who they could put them against. See, I was thinking maybe Kid Fight because of the amount of times Kid Fight has stolen his sink as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turned that off. I think he needs to heal Kid Fight. Yeah, kind of be face Kid yeah. Fight. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I still love when he did steal this thing, he did the whole turn the tap thing. We, we all thought it was lean to yet another one, but I think in hindsight probably glad they didn't do that because it probably would have been too soon after the second one for them yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Reese. Oh, How shit. funny would that match be? Yes, the Reese getting King Pied in the face. Anyway, if he ever comes back to ICW, he was in the first ever Good Housekeeper match, Jeff Jarrett. I think um, some delight. If Jester went single, would be good in it. Mm-hmm. Don't I know? Don't I know? Jester's got his. I think exactly yeah. something like that. You know, he's bringing out sinks and stuff for that. And okay, we're just going to take a short break this time, and during the break, you're going to hear the promo for what was the World Heavyweight Championship match, the Fear and Loan. 
are the kings of catch. You're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retween. I came back, I won the ICW title, and all of a sudden everybody wants a piece of Stevie. Would you know what? They can fucking bring it. Everybody's gonna want to take a shot, and I beg, I beg, and I fucking dare every single person that's behind that curtain step up and try. Some want it. Others wish it. I take it. I came to each and one of you as a man. I took a throne and became a king. I'm an icon of ICW. What you are looking at is the Iron God. You are a two-time ITW champion. I'm a two-time ICW champion. What I want to be is a history maker. I want to be a treble winner of the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. I know you don't think I'm ready. I know you don't think my knee can hold up. But you, above everybody else, you know I don't give a fuck what people think. You and Joe Coffey pay for all the shit he's pumped the last couple of weeks. Let me be that fucking punishment. Let me take him to fear and loathing and let me drive that knee through his fucking thick skull. You want it so bad, Joe. You want it, Stevie. You will be sent waivers and you will sign them for the night of fear and loathing. SWG3, you are gonna go to war! It's gonna be Joe Coffey versus Stevie Boy for the richest prize and in the Wrestling! The Outlaw Stevie James, the hardest part of the ring, Crowbar, we are the Pubs, and you are listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweets. And we're back, and that was the promo for Stevie Boy versus Joe Coffey for the World Heavyweight title last weekend at Fear and Loathing. So now we're going to start talking about night two, and we'll start off with the pre-show, the 10-man battle royal. So, I'm going to start with Quacku. Mm-hmm. You were there with me. A-D-N. A-D-M. Zero. <laughs> Sorry. How dare you not be focused fully on A-D-M. Shame on you. Jason, read <laughs> No? Okay. No. <laughs> uh, come your, bro- your brother's really rubbing off on you. I beg your pardon. <laughs> anyway. I'll, go with, I'll go with Jason, you die. Good, good fight, boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so good that he has his gear based on the Glasgow team. Anyway, anyhow. Same as coffee. I mean, we are the people who <laughs> like Jason Reed. Right, I think we're losing track here. Anyway, <laughs> the pre-show, 10-man battle royal, Quacku, we had a lot of big chats about who was going to be number 10. 
Uh, I don't mind sharing that. I thought, I thought it might have been DCT because it was, looked like he was going to be back in Glasgow with the pictures that was getting posted on his Instagram and his Facebook. Turns out it wasn't to be, but what did you think about the match overall? The match was great and the thing I liked about it was it was a lot of people that are getting their first opportunity in ICW or getting maybe their second or third or um, in the case of Luca the Patsy, only his second because obviously we don't know who he previously was even though Ooh. we don't. Did he, when he was in ICW before? Apparently so, I don't know. Wow. I cannot confirm or deny. Not like we didn't know who Power Ford were. Anyway, uh, who was your first? Stop with the bombshells. Let me get to you. Okay, I'll 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 try. I'll try. But yeah, uh, look at the Patsy Forza. Forza, look how uh, look at his Bravo. He's done. He's done it. He's won the Tender Battle Royal. The big pop. Uh, there's a big pop for Big Ross. Yeah. The boys, I mean, Scott, we come to you in regards to the 10th man, Big Ross. How did you feel it went down? I didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, sorry, it's just, it's just a thing, like, I didn't know that the guy, I don't usually pay attention to people around the ring, I'm looking at PDC, the, the actual matches and that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realise that this guy was training to be a wrestler. So it just comes up Big Ross, we're all looking at, look at my brother Ross was like, like, on you go, I'll hold your pipe for you. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, if it said like Ross and Ross McLeod walked in, everyone would have left SWG3. I would have demanded my money back straight away. <laughs> also, he isn't big. That's the loudest I've ever heard people chant for somebody called Ross. Oh, it had to be somebody. Yeah. But yeah, overall, match was good. What were you, you, you seem to be swearing mm, a bit there. I don't know, like, like I said, I too thought it was going to be DC and I heard the other big person people mentioned was Gene Money mm. uh, to be in that, but... I think it was just a case of like they built all the anticipation of the 10th man and like there are some people like myself who didn't know who Big Ross was. Mm-hmm. We had guys like you have seen before like Jason Reed, ADM, even Lucha DS mm-hmm. was in this match and I thought like, and plus like, I'm, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name of the guy who won it, I can't pronounce it like Quacky. Yes. Luca the Patsy. And I. <laughs> also known to the fans and I quote, Shite bag. He, he, I like his look. He looked like a, looked a lot like Del Rio for me the way he came in, the way he was dressed. <laughs> yeah, look at Del Rio around his actually the way he acted. And I think the okay, case so of all the two pre-show matches, these were the, this was the one I thought had the most like, like anticipation in it because there was the mystery of the tenth man, mm-hmm. and also it led on to the square goal. But I kind of feel like someone like ADM could maybe use it more, and I'm kind of worried that didn't, that this might prove to be a bit pointless because I have a bad feeling that whoever did win it would then go on to play maybe only a minor role in the actual square goal match itself. Yes, yeah, very possible. I mean, for me personally, I was quite shocked at the tenth man and I found it a bit of an anticlimax, if I'm honest, because I don't mean I'm disrespectful because I didn't know who Big Ross was. You've seen the music he hit, it's music I've never heard. I was standing beside you and Ross Scott. Yeah. We both we turned down, we looked at Ross, he's not moving, we turned back down, we looked at the stage and there's nobody there and we hear the loudest scream Probably for a reason, <laughs> right? And then it just so happened when I turned around, there was a couple of tall guys in front of me, and I couldn't actually see who it was until we came in. And it, I'll see if you must have known him, like for all the ICW shows you've seen. Yeah, I, I, I recognise him, he's always in the ring, and I knew he was a trainee. He briefly had a stint as Christopher Saints. Yeah, he used to, he used to help him. Yeah. Oh, and fake me. Yes. And- 
Oh, very the, briefly though, but I did remember yeah, from that. Did I help them? Did you make that fancy them at one point? Probably. Oh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, he's got a great look. Oh yeah, he, he looks know. he looks German. And the name of Ross Hauser. I mean, that's just <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, 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 I think he's gonna be. I think he's got potential. He, I've, I've seen him wrestle. Uh, wrestle experience. Scott I've seen him a few times as well. Um, and like he's somebody that's just. He's just grafted, he, he he has great attitude, he puts on good matches, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, particularly, I would love to see him in a feud with ADM. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, imagine. What I was saying, as a bit it's not anything against him personally, it's just because I think everyone thought it was going to be a big name. Having ADM. Well, it was a big name, he was called Big Ross. Stacey, I'm going to start with you in this one. What did you think? 
it was just fantastic. Obviously, the 99 have have a great entrance anyway, mm -hmm. but then seeing the Fight Network, Mario and mm -hmm. Luigi, that was fantastic. <laughs> and then the fact that they were going on and then they just got attacked straight away and uh, from the very start of that match, it all started in the one go and you're like, this is going to be a good match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a long match, but yeah, no. it still had loads in it. Yeah. Don't you think? It had, it had, it had everything in it. I think the, the Fight Network have improved so much recently yeah. over the last over the last year or so. You know, oh, yeah. they're still able to bring a comedy element mm -hmm. to, to the matches, but they're bloody good wrestlers yeah. as well, and they're, they're going places now as the well. Yeah, Krieger. Krieger has put in some work. Oh, um, look at each other's been away fighting abroad in Japan and stuff like that as well. So he's been. It's it's brilliant to see these two guys who, for a while, they were the they, they weren't the butt ends, but they were a comedy. They were a they were a comedy duo yeah. more than anything, and now people are taking them seriously as tag team wrestlers. The same point. Looking sharp has got a comedy aspect. Yeah, he does. One of my favourite parts all weekend. He's managed to get away, he's turned around and he's screamed for his lungs. Where the fuck is Craig? The whole place was buckled. Um, but aye, as you say, absolutely, you know, they're actually a perfect tag team. Yeah. I mean, they've got the comedy, they've got the muscle, they've got the look as well now. See, our fans too, this was, this was broke me. Uh, something happened to Luke and Sharp, he fell down the ring and his bandana went over his eyes. He's like, I can't see, I can't see. It was a point that um, Kaiga was taking a, taking a beating off the 9-9 and then the wee man goes, oh you, that's my pal! And runs in and goes to, it's, it's, they're, they're brilliant. And the 9-9 are also a, they're also a fantastic tag team yeah. as well. Um, it was a great match and it had everything in it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, one of the best matches I thought overall for the weekend, I oh, thought. I thought, yeah. Yeah, I thought a lot in it. Um, and it'll stand the test of time for me. A really well remembered match. So next up we're going to move on to my favourite wrestler in ICW, Mark Coffey versus Andy Wilde. I'm not going to lie, a bit gutted about the result, but I thought it was actually quite a decent match, but it's a slow burner, Derek. Yeah, definitely. I think the first, first of all, I, I don't know if it was because uh, everybody was so delighted for the Fight Network and that finished and they had a good, they had a bit of a party at the end of it and then it sort of came to this. To, um, came to this match, it, it was a bit of a slow burner, but I think it turned into a really, really good match. Um, really interesting how it ended as well, um, with Kenny coming out. Um, and Which made one of, the, one of my favourite chants. Where's your socks? Where's your socks? <laughs> <laughs> that was... Did they just get to looking down? Like, looking. <laughs> I just know that that's gonna happen. Tightest jeans I have ever seen in my life as well. I don't know how his voice is going to be. But that was, I mean, this is going to be, a, like you're saying, Mark's one of your favourite wrestlers. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a new side of Mark Coffey yeah. now. Um, it's having Kenny going to tag, or else, you know, it's going to, it's, it's really interesting to see yeah. what, what they're going to do. But in terms of the match, it was, it was a really good match. The two of them put on a great show. and. What Mark said at the end about Andy, about how he puts in he puts in the most work in anybody's ever seen. You know, Andy deserves his chance, and I would love to see Andy getting his chance. Totally agree. Quacko, we got a big spot, we got a big surprise at the end. We found out who they are. Oh, dun, dun, oh my God! Yeah, shocker. I had no idea what was saying. That whole time, I've been announcing them in that source shows. And they do have a thing to tell me. Shocking. 
Shocking. I know. Shocking. What do you think, Scott? Do you think they should have told Quacky? I know, I just, I can't believe they did. They kept this secret. This is brand new information for me. But uh, I've got a lot of quick to say about this this match. Like I did enjoy the fact that it was a slow burner. We mm-hmm. took advantage of the time that they had with the two or three false stipulation. And for me personally, uh, the match at Shugs felt like it was missing something for me. So this match was a, a big improvement for me. I thought this the stipulation actually worked well, especially with the old news like of Andy's interference. Sure, is this as serious as it's been made it to be? Is that work? Is it? And they, Andy managed to come back from a one nil. Like in the falls to get in two straight and that really just made him look like a bigger face and with the promo afterwards I think Andy's winning the square goal yes, I don't well, know if he'll yeah. shout Thank you as well yeah he, I remember around the time of last year's where he cut that promo on Dallas and there was all that interest and people thought is he going to win there mm-hmm. I think with the last year he's really coming to his own I think he's a strong candidate to win and we were talking about how strong the tag division was mm-hmm. yeah. with the possible teaming of Kenny and Mark and either two of uh, up our forward maybe teaming together I think again this is some more big uh, addition to the tag division mm-hmm. well just to build on the point Derek said earlier about Andy Wilde obviously vastly improving as you mentioned as well Mark is vastly improving with WWE back at Shugs I think a wee bit Andy maybe couldn't quite keep up to Mark at that level because he wasn't there but see now if you didn't know wrestling and you said which one's the WWE guy, I don't think you could have picked him apart. Nah, I agree with Andy you. is up there. And I hope he ain't said WWE, I really do. But at the same time, I kind of selfishly hope he does it. Because it means like, loves him, so. <laughs> but at the same time, selfishly hope he does it because I hope he's on every single YCW show and other shows around Scotland. That's been selfish, but at the same time, I keep been walking in WWE, having it been great. He knows how to build a main event match as well. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got the whole package. He really has. Yep. So, uh, can I just say, I'm actually interested to see what they do with Power Forwards from now on. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't mind seeing them as like a, a trio aspect, maybe a rival with more than hype. I know it's kind of already happened, mm-hmm. but if you had a trio team, mm-hmm. kind of like the Horrors, kind of Horrors. Well, I think it'd be interesting if you had like two of them stay together, or maybe the other one. Because uh, Kieran Kelly has teamed before with both, uh, with two of the three, with Craig at the end, Spooling Mads previously. So I think if you have one of them, Maybe former tag team with Kieran Kelly because I think it would give Kieran more opportunities to do more in ICW and the other two go off in the team again. That's and basically Mark and Kay, possibly but that's three ready made tag teams. Mm-hmm. Three potential challenges for the winners of a match we're going to talk about later on. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Couldn't agree any more, Disco. So I'm going to move on now and we're going to talk about Easton Reese versus <laughs> Scotty Davis. So I'm going to open this up to everyone. What was your thoughts on the match? Preston Reese is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is a tank. He is. She just, uh, the, again, he brings another comedy aspect to the yeah. to it with the, the hand the, the hand, the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I've now got it. Goes outside, shakes people's hands, turns around, Scotty Davis jumps out, attacks him, picks him up, throws him back to the ring, and then continues shaking people's hands. <laughs> It's incredible. It's just the fact that you even apologise and say, sorry, well, I thought I'd come around shaking hands, I forgot to bring my hands Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and then just when he waves, everybody waves back. Yeah. Oh, whether or not they don't like him or not, they're just, ah, yeah. waving back, it's amazing. It's infectious. That it is. It's kind of weird, because you wave, you just feel a smile in his head. I know. You just see a big beam on your It's just the music, the pictures, the role model, the, the tracksuit, the medal, it's just, everything's funny. He but must have been freezing though, because since he didn't, he wasn't wearing a jacket. <laughs> he must have been freezing. 
Like, what's he doing when inside? He's not going to feel the benefit when he goes back outside. <laughs> Maybe lost <they're> one. <laughs> see, probably on uh, recently. See the character work that he has put in yeah. over the last wee while. It is brilliant because yeah. he was obviously with Bram for a while. They were a fantastic tag team together. But he's changed dramatically yeah. during this time with becoming a singles guy. He's changed his whole dynamic, his whole look, and now he's he's one of the fa- he's, he's a fan's favourite now. Yeah. yeah. Basically, I like about you, I know you weren't there for me too, but yes, Beast, do you think it's a world champion in the future? See, I don't know because I don't know if the company have 100 percent faith in him. We've seen this before. He's been he's had a push, then he's just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. I don't know where if this is going to lead to the same or. I mean, I don't I think it's the first time we've seen him as a face, certainly, so who knows, he might go into a world title pitch, but I think we mentioned Andy Wilde, mentioned Damien Blaze potentially getting it as well, I don't think he'll make that step up just right. there, just yet. Anyone disagree? No, but I, I think he's got a solid place now, especially with this character he's got, because I think this is what he needed, because looking physically, he's got almost everything he needs to mm-hmm. succeed in wrestling, mm-hmm. but I think he got lost in the whole tag team scene with yeah. Bram. But now he's got like, that was with Bird of War. Yeah, as well. As well. So he, he got squat off and like basically squashing people before yeah, that. Exactly, so like, yeah. so I think he, what he needed was a solid character work that he could also add on to the fact he's in ring ability. And now with this, and he's got the whole package now. So mm-hmm. really, it's up to really how how ICW feels about him. that. Will, that's the only thing that will limit how far he can go. See, I think he will be a mm-hmm. world champion at one point. Mm-hmm. Not in the next year or so. I don't yeah. think, mm-hmm. but. In maybe a couple of years, I think he will mm. be. Because when I see him, I see a raw version of Nick Aldis. Mm. He's got the look, he's got the ability, and Nick Aldis back when he was in TNA, his mind work was quite mediocre at best. He's obviously worked on that. Now he's a, the star of NWA, and he's pulling it in week in, week out. His promos are excellent. I think. Easton's kind of that mould and I think he's going to that direction. I'm not saying he's going to be an NWA world champion, but I wouldn't be surprised in mm, five years yeah, it could be. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but... He's fought for it in the past against all this. So, mm-hmm. uh, potential there. Mm, absolutely. So next we're going to move on to what I thought was an absolutely terrific match. And I was a complete neutral, I absolutely loved this match all the way through. Kez versus Ilya Dragunov. I'm going to start with Kenzie's biggest fan, Stacey. <laughs> you and Scott had bought the break on you go. Yes, yeah, so uh, me and me and Scott had spoken on the Saturday night, <laughs> and uh, Scott is like, "Oh, there's no way Kez is going to win." I was like, "We'll see." And Scott says, "Yes, we will see." <laughs> and then on Sunday, I forgot <laughs> to say it to him. So now this is me telling Scott. We did see, he and did. Hayes did win. He did? <laughs> wow, you stuck at him. Scalding! I'm just expecting at least I get up, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you fan off on a bottle? Sorry, they won't got any aloe vera for that burn, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was quite funny because um, we were surrounded by loads of people that hated Kays. And then, so I was like, so I. I was just like, everyone was like, F you Kez, and I was just like, come on Kez, like really quietly. And then all I could see was Stephen just looking at me, he was like, Kez, Kez! <laughs> well yeah, I, I was one of you with you chatting on Kez. No, but yeah. we were surrounded by people oh, that yeah. hated Kez. And then, and then I was just, like Stephen would look at me when he was about to start a chat, and he'd be like, ah! 
kids. Come on, kids. <laughs> I mean, I think he is the best heel in the company. Oh, he is. Everybody hates him. <laughs> and that, that's a sign of a great heel. Oh, yeah. So I many people here. I am such a fan of Kez. Like... To me, he's a bit like Jim Hart. He just creates this natural heat immediately. Mm -hmm. Just fans just went on him and just like, hey, you, I hate you. He's just so good at it. And, no, Derek, come to you. Quality match. Uh, that's what I was going to say. His in-ring performance was fantastic. Yeah. Dragunov is a fantastic wrestler. Mm -hmm. Kez seemed to dominate the match, in my opinion, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Lots of good stages in it where he was on top. Mm -hmm. um, looked like at the end that Dragunov was going to, going to win, but then Big Man turned it around and got the victory, which is great for him. Great for his ICW career. Um, yeah. It totally deserves his shot now at Gonzo. Yeah. Um, against um, Liam Thompson for the Zero G title um, I think he's and he would be a fantastic Zero G champion heel yeah. he would yeah. be amazing at it yeah. and people would hate him even more the fact he's got the belt around him yeah. and, yeah. and, and even since Shrugs I'd say just the improvement yes. that Kate has come has made is it's just like Great to see. Yes. Quacky, he never looked at a place at all in this match. No. no. Uh, for me, this was, uh, in terms of a straight up wrestling match, this was match that we came for me. For wrestling quality, I, I, I've got to agree with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pure wrestling quality, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was superb. And it's the faith Dallas and the crew have got in that boy to push yeah. that on. Yep. You know, he's fought Ken Anderson when he was a trainee. You know, that kind of speaks volumes about the potential of the guy. I mean, Nathan, I know you weren't there at night too, but what's your thoughts on Kezis in general? I think, I mean, I know Kez through a friend of mine I was at university with, it was that Connor who you kept swearing at the interview. Um, I remember Connor saying to me how Kez was like so close to quitting by like 2017 time, and to see him at his rise to what he is now, it's really good to see. And just. For everyone else who's like a trainee at GPW, it just shows that it can't be done, you can't make that step up mm -hmm. to become a regular on the Western Chan now challenging for titles. Yeah. See how you said you knew Kez, was he on the team that I beat at that pub quiz? Oh god, here we go again. No, I don't think he was. Are you sure? Because I think he was. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Is that the one that committed He came yes. later on. He came later on. Still on the team. I won. <laughs> so technically, that means then. But technically I won as well then. Technically. I showed up after the quiz, but still. Yeah. So you said it was interesting. I was there too. I didn't even buy me free drink. See? <laughs> I wasn't there, but you know. <laughs> oh well. Anyway. I got one more point to make about yeah, this match. Delia Dragnoff thought just look like Reedy Davy. Mm. I think he looks like Reedy Davy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> does he does it either? Well, he reminds me of Ravy Davies. Yeah. Simple here. Should be one of the next Lumberjack scene match. Uh, been, I would like they to see. In Russia. I would like to see Dragunov actually win a match in ICW. He's, mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's, <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, I know he's, he's he's brilliant. He's so nice. Obviously, he's, mm -hmm. he's 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 not a regular. He's been there twice. He's been beat yeah. twice. Um, but I think he just he's a, he's amazing what he what he does and. It shows you how good Kez is that he put on a yeah. great match with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, can I just go back to what me and Stacey were talking about? Oh, on this one? Like, <laughs> 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 Brace yourselves.
But I did see prior to that, which DC Gaming left it was, I did see during the Good Hasty match, Kez is the guy to take the title away from Liam. And I said, regardless of that, I did say it. But regardless, but regardless. A long time after we had that conversation. No, it, <laughs> it was at the same time. Regardless, I thought he's still going to lose against Iron because I thought he was so good. He had such heat with the crowd. I didn't think a loss would hurt him going forth. He could still get that heat back by beating Liam for the title. So it wasn't in any negative way. I did like Kez when I said, and I did say, my words were exactly, he did have no chance against because he's such a big name in European wrestling. He's climbing the ranks next UK. He's become a big part of progress in the last year. And, well, it's cool for Kess. He, he got this win. I think it's just even more momentum from going into Gonzo. I just want to point out here. You said he had no chance. You were wrong. But yet, you still won our sweep. No, I didn't actually. If you tell the group chat, Stephen won. Oh, did you? I thought you won. Oh, that's an even bigger bum than not Stacey gave him. I mean, I could have lied about a result. I was trying to help you there, but never mind. I could have lied about a result. I'm finding you look strong there, like dragging off, but it didn't work. Oh, well. And on that, we're going to move on. I dropped the belt to Stephen. Oh, God. I've still got one left for now. Well, for now, yes. Take that smug smile off your face. You're not getting the belt. We'll From me, Scott. Remember, we're in the safe zone, children. Nothing can happen here. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on to the number one contenders match for the Zero G Championship. Noanda, Kieran Kerr, and Leighton Buzzard. This was stellar. I thought all the way out. Quack, I'll start with you. What was your thoughts? Great match. All right. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, some great spots in there. And uh, good chemistry. Yeah. Um, would have preferred it for later on, but yeah. such as wrestling, yeah. that's the way it is. Mm. It is what it is. Uh, I think that pretty much sets up a match for Noah but Square Go though. Mm-hmm. Unless they put a little trigger earlier. Yeah. But I think it's probably going to be Square Go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do, do you think now that Noah's going to contender, he's sitting back in ICW for the long run then? I don't think so. No. Don't see it at all. Um, I see him coming in doing. Um, some of the big man. I know he done the Fight Club before this, mm-hmm. um, um, but um, I don't see him being a back being a regular at all. I think um, the NXT UK stuff's got his got his priority. It's great to see him back, and it was great to see him wrestle the two nights. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows you how good a wrestler that he is, um, and you know you, you can tell that he's had that experience of being on. The actual main roster in the WWE game on 205 Live, and you can see that how good he is. Mm-hmm. But I think that Kieran Kelly and Leighton Buzzard also put on a fantastic performance. It was a great match, it had everything in it. The high flying abilities were just unreal. Yeah. And it Leighton's dive off the top rope into the crowd was just. Luckily, me and Gary were in the seats on the other side, so we didn't have to move. <laughs> Us two old boys sitting there, but um, that was it. Was great. I was just surprised that. Um, Nomda won, even though I did have him in the sweep. I don't know why I done that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, was the only, that was the only person I, that put I it in for some. You're the only one. In fact, I mean, I, I only had Leighton, but I thought, I, I, yeah, I thought the whole way through this match, right up until literally maybe the last minute or two, I thought Kieran Kelly was going to nick it. Yeah. I, had, I just thought Kieran would look the ball deadly to see him. Yeah, I kind of felt bad almost for Kieran because he was getting the least love from the crowd, I think, on that. This particular night, and I really thought he could have used it a lot more because while Noam's got like the whole NXT UK in that contract, and uh, Leighton's had the title shot recently against Liam, 
Kieran Kelly's coming off a loss in the tag match at Shugs, a loss to Riesland, Eastern Reese at Fight Club, a loss to Jordan Devlin at uh, the first Gonzales, I think he could have used this and I don't think you could have him pin late and if you didn't want Noam to lose, so I think he could have really used a win more because like, he and Leighton are both guys, much like Kez, they're both future ZOG champions in their own right. So I think he really could have used it, but I was surprised that Noam won. I feel like a really different dynamic from the previous night where Noam was a clear face along with the Kinky Pinky Party. But yeah, he seemed more arrogant against the two younger guys. So he almost came off as more the heel of the match, despite the fact that fans were cheering for him. Yeah, the fans did turn to certain points against Lane mm-hmm. as well, which is quite surprising. Yeah. He's arguably the most over person in the company. Yep. I think it's that loyalty to Noam because he's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quality match. And you know, you can't really complain about it on a case. Not really. Yeah. So next we're gonna move on to the women's world title match, Casey versus Abel. Um, it's been a long going feud. I'll start with you, Derek. Do you think this is the end of it? I hope so. Um, I think it needs to be um the end of it. There's been too many uh, matches between the two of them, um, in my opinion, and I hope now that Evil will go on and you know there's a few up-and-comers coming in now, I think um, the women's division is probably the weakest in ICW and we need to see some of these people like um, Angela H- uh, Hazel who was wrestling earlier on, we need her to come in, um, sorry, Angel. Uh, yeah, Angel, sorry, um, beg your pardon, Angel Hazel. Well, um, exactly, <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be good to see the women's division, you know, getting more spotlight, getting more more people into it as well and then also seen um Eladon stand there as well was very interesting. It's gonna be we need something different. Yeah. It kinda of felt me about like Kelly Ray and Viper from last year. There was nothing left they could do. They had to do this and get yeah. it one done with. Yeah. And that's what that was the was of Keely Ray and Viper both used about last year's Queen and Insanity match. Yeah. Scott, do you kind of feel that was the same case for this match? Uh, not really, because the least the Kaylee Ray thing, they had this new like level layer to it. The whole Queen of Insanity thing was something that something new. I don't think they've done before. Whereas with this, it's less so the fact that they've wrestled so long. It's not it's that they build this up as this as this, as this feud, and it's not really much of a feud when really, you look at it. It's just a series of matches again and again, and it's one of those things where you've kind of made it hard. They're both great wrestlers, and the both of them you could build a women's division around. The fact you've soured some fans on it because you've had the same two women again and again, and like if you've taken either of these two out of this and replaced with any of the women in night from night one, including Isla Dawn, and put them in their place, we'd have had a cracking match. Could have been match of the weekend, but you kind of dampened some people's investment in this women's sale because like between there that we women's tournament to which Abel then won, which seemed to defeat the purpose of having a tournament in the first place. The fact that Casey didn't defend the title between Shugs and Fear and Loathing and just had matches with Evil for Rain, again, that kind of devalues it, that, this one sale being a world title. Mm. So, so going forth with Evil as champion, and I'm sure she'll be a good champion, I guess. As I said, you can build a division around her. They need to do a lot of work to bring this title back to Rollins because they did it, did it with the ZOG title. That kind of lost some luster with the Coffee Brothers not being around to defend it, but that's gotten back to the level where it should be. Hopefully the women's title can be... Mm. The same level, sorry for going on a bit, but well, yeah. I just have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Well, 
one of the best parts about that match show was the wee man <laughs> at the side and he was just like oh, I want to get I want to get involved but I can't he was trying to like drag himself away from yeah from getting involved that was so funny he did a lot for that manager's license he got his provisional <laughs> <laughs> from the John, theory he did one minor at the start <laughs> I know see I just loved what he said. We'll just, I'm sick here. I'll just hit you with the greatest. I the greatest. I think there's no doubt Evo is deserving of the mm-hmm. championship. Mm-hmm. And I hope she gets to show it and prove it. And she just got to build it back up. And I hope I get to, we get to see her matches with like Kayleigh and Viper. And she gets to push and hopefully again bring it in like Angel Haysire, Brookside, and full of more of these women. We mentioned Ellen and Ireland on my doorstep and build that division up and hopefully this is the start of this. I mentioned briefly earlier, women's division needs to kick up the they back half. This is the best time. This is the best time to do it. Yep. Make it happen. This is, I mean, this is the year of women's wrestling. Let's yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. Women are getting pushed to the forefront by the world. Women's main event at WrestleMania. Women's War Games, the first ever one we've had hell in the cell in the last year or so. You know, Royal Rumbles. A women's match in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the time. Look at the matches that Evil had to win to get to this match with Casey. Angel Hayes and Isla Dawn, she beat both of them. And they were great matches. They were an example of what the women's division could be, what the women's tail scene could be. But they were just used the stepping stones to another Evil yeah. Casey match, which is part of our frustrations mm-hmm. with how the division's been booked. Yeah. I think Raven Creed would be fantastic against mm-hmm. Evil. I think that would be oh, a really good matchup. Remember that spot disco, disco Derby with them two screaming at yeah. each other? They were screaming at each other and Debbie kind of tells us what's it's like, oh, you both shut up! It's so funny. There you go. A comedy wrestling. Yes. <laughs> and next we're going to move on to I think it's possibly the most disturbing match of the weekend, without question. I think um, it's the most arguably ever Ill I've ever felt after watching a wrestling match. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way because props to all four of these guys, mm-hmm. they have literally put their body through hell. We're talking about the King of Cats and the Purge, Kings of Insanity match, it's insane. I'm going to open up to you, what was, what was the most insane match, guys? The Monster Cats. The Monster Cats. <sighs> That could have went. That could have went so wrong. Like I know it. Also, it's, yeah. it's going to suck to take, but it could have gone so much worse for the guys involved in the spot than it did. See, for me, it was the skewers on the head. Because oh. oh. you think, well, you think, well, he's done it, and it's going to be with his hand and it'll fall. No, no, he oh. moved his hand and they're holding it. He was yeah. sitting there like a mohawk. <laughs> that is disturbing. I mean, I mean, I was standing there, I'm thinking, I'm literally watching a show. I'm literally watching a crime being committed. Or the table with the carpet grips on yes. it. Yes. Oh. In fact, oh. the, none of the tables would break, so some good Polish craftsmanship at work again. Yes. <laughs> and the tacks. Yeah. And also the staple guns. Along with questions like what is real wrestling and who would win between two sheep and a cow, will we ever answer the question, who is selling these thumbtacks to wrestlers? <laughs> like Kirkwood has been waiting years to find the answer to these questions. Also the ladder pops as well. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> the fact as well that we all nearly get rattled with a ladder. <laughs> Um, but we'll leave it that. That's, that's to do with the staff at SWGC, not that guy himself. Yeah. But quality match though. Quality match, Purge. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a big Kaiser Catch fan. Mm-hmm. I also love the Purge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to the Purge. Congratulations to all of them because yeah. 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 But as 
wanting as it was for me to see you personally like I loved it and it was great yeah. and, and I loved it because I knew that these guys are capable of that and yeah. they, they the, the chemistry that they all have and they just know the, the trust they have in each other just to put on something so de- I mean even at the console show I mean like loses the uh, Stevie James put on a match and they were doing some heavy heavy stuff it was just fantastic but they just have so much trust and could, I think they stole the show for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I talked to you and a few other people after the match, like during like the break of the second night, how on completely different ends of the spectrum this and the Good Housekeeping match are, and that while some of the spots in Good Housekeeping you know they had to hurt, but a lot of the times they were kind of played for last like the condiment spots and all that, whereas this was on the complete opposite end, yeah. this was... Basically, it looks like they were trying to kill each other and I'm glad to see the purge win, I think it's about time they were champions in ICW and we talk about the tag division, at some point the purge versus kings of the north, that is a tag tail yes. match we need to yes. see at some point. I mean that, there was people there I heard were deeply upset, King of Cats lost, but let's be honest, they won it there in SWG3 in January, they held it for 10 months and they virtually defended every single show. You'd have bit your hand off back in the start of January. Somebody said to you, "They're going to hold for ten months. They'll drop it back here, but only have some run." You know, everyone's taking that. They're the third longest reigning tag team champions in ICW's history, which is an amazing achievement for them. Um, the match was incredible. That was my favourite match of the weekend. Um, just some of the spots and even even the finish. Um, you know the what did they call it again the. I can't remember what what, what they called, but but the finish where they put Ash, um, they put Aspen up on his shoulders and they put him through the the barricade, the rail. The rail. What a, what a way to finish it! It's literally a doomsday. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a doomsday sort of. Walk away from that. I mean, oh, the toughest This is basically a death match. Uh, and it's always you know it's always going to be interesting when someone comes out for a death match wearing white and all these guys came out first. They were wearing white, especially the Kings of Catch. Mm-hmm. Like, like whenever Jimmy Havoc comes in for one of his matches wearing white, you know it's going to be a, a bloody affair. You can see like the backs of these guys, well, the tag spots on the yeah. table, and like it's kind of like what Kelly Ray and Viper did last year. They faced each other so many times that they needed to change it up a bit, and they did it perfectly. I mean, I'm, I think it's still between this and that Christmas Death match from last year is my favourite Kings of Catch v Burge match, mm-hmm. but for the favourites for different reasons. Yeah, that was definitely a match that I was watching. Uh, behind my hands yeah. kind of thing. It's just like, it was one that I wanted to watch, but I couldn't look as well, so. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, it's usually yeah. they're obviously talking about third longest reigning champions in the ICW history, but you think about it as well, can you actually name a bad match they had during that entire reign? Nope. No. There isn't one. Nope. They've been quality from the get-go, and they were quality long before that, you don't get me wrong, it's not like they had these details of quality. They are they're just, they're superb. Absolutely superb, and it blows my mind how they're not with WWE NXT UK yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're out of time for me. I think this is it's it's another one where the same as the women's division, where now we've got new we've got new titles. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the tag division. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get big shoes to fill from yep. time to catch, but I think they're going to fill them yeah. uh, excellently. Um, it's called a death row. That's what they called it. That that's a finisher um, that they do. But um, I can definitely see. The Purge holding the titles for a wee while. Yeah. Um, I'm going. I'm looking forward to seeing the feud with them in the um, the Fight Network um, yeah. mm-hmm. going ahead as well. I think that'll be a really good one. 
Also, just to briefly mention the parts, I think the change in them in the last 12, 18 months is hugely noticeable. Yep. Tommy and Andy, while you're coming up to like the WWE level, the parts have totally came right up in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, they showed they're as good as the kind of catch. They yeah. really did, and they were deserving winners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a hell of a year for them with the uh, the King of Honours yeah. and that hell of a match against POD at Shugs and just building over this last year. and Product King of Catch Friends UK, I think if it was up to me, I'd prefer to see uh, King of Catch in AEW. Because I think it's a, ta- it's a proper tag team, these are guys who I think they want to stick together. And I think you want them to be somewhere where tag team wrestling can be taken seriously. And I think AEW is the place for them because all the comparisons with them and the Young Bucks, this could be the opportunity of that dream match. Yeah. We all, we've all been wanting to see. I don't think we can add anything. Yeah, see, that's that that people yeah. been sitting in silence, like, just daydream about the match. like. Well, well, was that a like chant before about them? Well, they... Something young bucks, the... Te- was it? Was that? Like, they used to have three spare chant for uh, King's Catch. Well, Billy calls them the young fucks. <laughs> no, but it was like <laughs> the, the... The Tesco value. Tesco value young bucks. Yeah, Tesco value but young bucks. They have, they have faced the young bucks, just not two on two. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, yeah, finally get that chance yeah. for the two on two. Yeah. Yeah, oh. and plus, like you look at, you can name any team in AEW right out, and then put there the kinds of cats, and you've got a match you want to see. Mm. I think, I think kinds of cats. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna like preempt where they go next or whatever, but um, you could just see them fitting right in, into that AEW tag team picture. No, I'm just so strong at the moment. No, definitely. So. I don't think we can add anything else onto that match, to be honest, it was just stellar on the way through. And now we come to the main event of night two, the World Heavyweight title, Joe Coffey, Stevie Boy. Mm-hmm. Stacey, I'll start with you. Fantastic match. The whole way through, I thought like, at the, like obviously there was a whole bit in, at the beginning where Joe was injured and mm-hmm. Wilthy and Mark came down and um, then he went out the back and then everyone was like, oh my goodness, DCT is going to be coming out now, I'm DCT will come out. Mm-hmm. And this was the point where I was like, no, not DCT, it's going to be Davy Blaze that comes out, it's going to be him that comes out now. But then, no, Joe comes back out. And with just, a change of clothing. With, with a change of clothing, yeah. Fresh and, new pants on. And then like that, <laughs> I was just, just seeing those two work together, like through that entire match was amazing. And then, at the end where it was like one person was getting a two, kicking out at two and kicking out at one and stuff like that and you didn't know who was going to win so it was very much like an emotional roller coaster kind of thing yeah like oh who's going to win who's going to win and mm-hmm. yeah so but the best person won yeah what do you think of the chemistry and ring uh, fantastic. I think the bit that Stacey mentioned there where Joe went away, I don't think he needed that in the match to be honest with you. No. I don't think they really needed to do that. I just think, you know, the storyline that they had, they obviously wanted this match. Yeah. They just needed to just go out there and wrestle yeah. instead of yeah, so going away pretending to be hurt. Even though they yeah. had that, I will, was still a good I will match. say, I do agree with that. However, the way they sold that was good. Yeah, it was good. But I still think they, yeah. did, they didn't need it. They could have just got yes. these two guys in the ring and just battered lumps mm-hmm. out each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that like Gallus, WWE yeah. Gallus came out, yeah. that's a bit that was quite cool. Yeah, and then people were thinking, where we were, when me and Gary were sitting, people were like, oh, I think he's hurt. 
Yeah, and then they're like, no, it's... It's because they were all like, what are you doing? Uh, he, like that. he showed him the nerves, because when he fell, his face was like, Scott, earlier than anything, he never opened his eyes, he never moved his <laughs> face at all. Mm-hmm. He really sold that. Yeah. And in their section, there's a lot of people genuinely believed he was done. Yeah, it was like, the longer it went on, the more he swung to more like, this is this is really because at first it's easy to dismiss it like oh they're working he's gonna pop up any minute and then like he's when he's actually behind the curtain you realize like oh what are they gonna do now because like it's the main event of the second night of your biggest show of the year so mm-hmm. and then he comes back out he's got Gallus on the back of his his gear and I'm not entirely sold on if they needed that either but because you see when they actually got in the ring they wrestled it was a hell of a match and I'll be honest of the two main events I was more invested in good housekeeping. But as the match was going on, I had to admit this was a, a brilliant match because when it first got announced, I was a bit, like, I wasn't sure about Joe Coffey as the challenger because he's been in two main events. He's been in the main event twice in it before, like both at the Hydro and especially the Karang one, I wasn't entirely mm. sold on it because I was like, followed quite a great match that came before it. But I was proven wrong. I think I really enjoyed this match. Like mm-hmm. the, the bit where they were changing, exchanging each other's moves, like, Stevie doing all the best favels and Joe Coffey doing that Glasgow Destroyer which is not something I thought I'd see and then the desperation of Stevie basically tearing up the ring and like we yeah. thought it was going to really backfire like a Gargano Champa situation you know I'll, I'll keep saying that the best part where Joe thrives is at the main event yeah. he knows how to build a main event match he knows how to deliver a main event match and he and in my opinion he always delivers as well when he's in the main event he always makes it a watchable match like one that you really get into <laughs> as well you seen him at NXT UK Blackpool ready yeah. for um, Pete Pete Dunne probably Pete Dunne for the belt and you, but that was a great match as well mm-hmm. yeah. we talked about Jordan Devlin Kaylin so that they heard they've developed through it and Joe was already there I think that's why he was been such a pro position as part of the brand and then mm-hmm. they built to him main event in uh, the first takeover but I think even a bit the increased time on air as part of Gallus and as a heat the top heel I think Joe's even found a new like confidence he's even stepped up and mm-hmm. I've, I wasn't entirely sold on Joe as I wrestling wasn't always my favourite. I've become more of a Joe Coffey fan as times yeah. went on. Like his match with Dragon Fist is still probably my favourite match of ICW's entire year. But this is definitely up there as well. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Although I don't think we'll ever see him as ICW champion. I think so. I'm not think we'll see him as the NXT. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm just going to ask you something. I know you've kind of, kind of said it, but I just want to get your match of the weekend. So Nathan, I know you've only got night one to go from, mm-hmm. but I'll start with yourself. You only went to night one, but still some great matches. Um, I think it has to be good house scheme three. It was between that and scheme lumberjack match, but yeah, the main event, yeah, my favourite. Derek? Uh, Kings of Cats versus Butch. Quacky. Good housekeeping three for Super Grand. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come back to me. Oh, I'm stuck between two. Be- I'm stuck between four. <laughs> I think uh, probably Purge versus uh, Kings of Cash and the King and Sam match because I was going to go very sick minded. I, I was going to go with Joe V Stevie, but I think I'm still not entirely sold on the whole fake out spot. I think that's why I'm going. To, I'm going with the Kings of Cash versus Purge because, like, I could go with any of these matches because I don't think I have any match where I hated the outcome or hated. Like the match itself, because it's a great weekend overall, but I have to go with the Kings of Insanity match. 
Stacey, you gonna answer? Can I say all the ones I'm between? Sure, why not? Credo Ravy Davy, Good Housekeeping 3, Kez, the Dragunov, and uh, King of Insanity match. All classic. I'm going for Kez and Elia Dragunov. For me, that's still the weekend. Loved all the all matches, but that was it for yeah. me. It was all fantastic matches. Mm-hmm. One for your question before we wrap up. Biggest night, biggest weekend European wrestling, proud doubt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I actually thought we should have stole the big dogs in European mm-hmm. wrestling. I agree, 100%. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. I, was, I was nervous when they said, oh, three and one's going to be again, that's been Shug's thing, but they showed that they can pull it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, super. Well, on that note, that's the end of the show. I just want to thank my pal, Scott McLeod. Thank you. Stacey Smith. Thank you. Ethan Fisher. Thank you. Derek Cannon. Thank you, Al. And most importantly, Quacker, GREP. Pleasure is all yours. <laughs> I bet you see that, yeah. yeah. I'll be the big dog, Armie Lucas, and please listen in to next week as we are discussing the top overseas wrestlers in the UK Indies. So I'll be a cracker to listen to as well. Thanks very much for listening. Take care now. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips you know what you should be doing you should be going online you should be subscribing you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat sleep suplex retweet whatever the fuck you're doing that's what you should be doing i don't care if it's your mum's birthday i don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now